Hey, what's happening? It's your host Tinto, and welcome to another episode of the Feeling Station, proudly brought to you by Shumba Money. Now, if you guys don't know what Shumba Money is, it's a service that provides safe, fast, and easy money transfers from the UK, Australia, Canada, and Botswana to Zimbabwe, the motherland. What makes Shimba Money different is that they won't charge any transaction fees if you're sending any amount less than 200 US dollars. Yep, you heard that right and I'll say it again. There are zero transaction fees when you send up to 200 US dollars and your recipient can collect money from their Newlands branch in Harare or any national building society branch in Zimbabwe. So, what's there for you to do? Sign up on www.shimbamoney.com today and start sending your money. Shimba Money. Trust the pride. Is that a breakup? That a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. On the filling station. Hello? Yo, big man, what's up? Nothing, thanks. How are you doing? Welcome to the feeling station. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. It, 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 it's been something that I've been looking forward to for a while. Thank you very much. Uh, for those who are listening to the podcast for the first time, it's a podcast that touches on romantic family and friendship breakup stories that people would like to talk about with a view to give you lessons from their experiences. I hope you find the story entertaining, but more importantly, meaningful given everything that we're going to talk about today. Now, the podcast is popular for two main reasons. The first being, I do my best to keep my guests anonymous. Which brings me to the fun part, big man. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> right. So I've gone over to Southern Africa, and your name is very common in uh, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and uh, South Africa. And your name is going to be Mandla for the duration of the episode. Right. Yeah. And what Mandla basically means is strength. So somebody who's strong, somebody who's firm, somebody who's dependable. Does that describe you, sir? It does. I am very dependable. <laughs> do, you know, do you know, I always laugh to myself and say, is there ever a person who would want to be known as not being strong or dependable? <laughs> or not really. <laughs> so, so, so that's your name. Your name is Mandla. And the person that you're going to talk about, um, is this a guy? Is it a girl? Well, it's a couple of girls, actually. Ah! Uh, so two of them. <laughs> okay. Yep. What, so two what, of them. Well, what are you going to call them? I'm going to call the, the other one Miss UCT. Miss UCT. Okay. And the other one Miss Unissa. <laughs> this already sounds like trouble. This, uh, this already sounds, sounds like trouble. All right. So the story is about Mandla, which is yours. And you're going to talk about Miss UCT and Miss Unissa. Yeah. Right. Okay, and the, se- and the second reason why the podcast is doing great is there are real-life lessons that people learn from the story that you're going to share. Mm-hmm. So what lessons do you have for people listening to this episode? The biggest one is do not be double-minded. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yes. Um, I know there's something like that in the Bible that says a double-minded man, something, something. Absolutely. But clearly, it's, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. Wow, madden. to be double-minded, yeah. So don't be double-minded is lesson number one. Do you have a uh-huh. second lesson? I've got a second and a third. Oh, nice. Uh, second is, second is um, it's great to be open yes. uh, in a relationship and gay, great to, to share things, but mm-hmm. sometimes don't overshare. I'm sure ah. there's one or two things that you want to keep to yourself. <laughs> j- j- just in case it's not received in the same way that you intend it uh, on the other side. I'm, I mean, but that, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll, we will get into that because I, I, I kind of like that. Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's a fine line between sharing and oversharing, and and you will never yes. know unless you understand the person on the other side. You can't, and and that will only happen maybe once you've overshared already, mm-hmm. and now you know that from this point on, don't 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 overshare. Yeah, hey, I really Absolutely. like that lesson. Uh, lesson number three. Uh, this one's been in, in done before, mm-hmm. but be careful of of your besties. Of your besties. Yes, Ooh. careful of your besties. Uh, and the intentions they're not always pure unfortunately <laughs> uh, yeah okay I think I'm really gonna enjoy this one so let me play back those lessons for you lesson number one uh-huh. don't be double minded uh, lesson number two it's great to be open in a relationship and great to share things but sometimes don't overshare and then lesson number three be careful of your besties and their intentions they are not always pure yep Ooh, okay, Mandla, let's uh, get into this. So, who are, who is, who's coming into the picture first, Miss UCT or Miss Unisa? 
Um, Miss UCT comes first because okay. the major part of the story is about her. All right. So let's get into right. it then. Um, and, and, and let's just check the relationship here. Were you guys in a romantic relationship with Miss UCT, Miss Unisa, or, or, or these are friends? What kind of breakup are we talking well, about today? Well, it was romantic relationships uh, hey, both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Mandla and Miss UCT, where did you guys connect? And, and why did you as a guy feel, mm, you know, I want to be with this girl? Right. So I used to work in a, um, an office park. Mm. The kind of place where you've got like 10 different companies in the same space. Yeah, yeah. We shared a canteen, we shared bathrooms and, and a couple of other facilities. Mm-hmm. So I was there with my friend and this company, it seemed to, to always be recruiting people based on their faces. Because <laughs> the kind of chicks that you would see, there was just like a, a good looking like a chick. company. Very good looking. Nice. So I'm there in the company, just minding my own business. Mm-hmm. I'd been two years out of a relationship at that point. Mm-hmm. And then this company recruited a new batch of interns. Mm-hmm. So I had a look at them and I just thought, ha, okay, they look right. I didn't see anyone who was particularly interesting mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. But then my friend came over to me and said, have you seen this one? Mm. And I said, yeah, I've seen her, but uh, yeah, she's young. I think our age difference at the time was about nine years. Ooh. And I thought, yep. And I thought, well, well, she's way too young for me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, my expectations and what she's looking forward to doing is, is very different. Mm. But so I brushed it off. Mm-hmm. But my friend convinced me eventually to just talk to her, just get to know her, just to see what she's all about. And I did. Out of, I started, out of, out of curiosity, this friend of yours, mm-hmm. was, he, was he single? He was married, and he had pressure from his wife to, to get me in a to get me in a serious relationship. Ah, why? <laughs> you know, it is when when you hang out with boys and the single guys, oh. there, <laughs> the wives always assume that us the single guys are going to influence them. Yeah, guys also yeah. Double yeah. In, in you know, yeah, she was a very clever so, woman. <laughs> so he, this guy was help into getting me settled. Okay. He was help, and he would. Yeah, he would go talk to people on my behalf. Okay. All sorts of things. Get me numbers and all that, all of those things. Okay. Okay. That makes sense so he, now. Mm-hmm. So eventually I relented and we got talking. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually quite nice. Very pleasant to talk to. She mm-hmm. was ambitious. Uh, she had the head screwed on very, very right. And for somebody age, I thought she was quite mature. Mm. And she, she, she was coming from the background where the ideal was to get into a relationship with one person and, and marry that person, that person would be... Exactly. Wow. She wasn't all about uh, sampling different dishes and then choosing. Wow. She was, I want to choose the one and I'm done. So at this point, um, she had been out of a relationship. Uh, unfortunately, she said, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do anything about that. The guy moved away and they lost touch and so she had to move on. Okay. But she, she had no need of sampling too many dishes at all. Yeah, yeah. And I thought in, in my head that for somebody to be balanced later in life, mm-hmm. surely you need to see a couple of experiences. Yeah, that's, um, so, that's a general thought. Even, even yes. I shared uh, that yep. the same thought. Yeah. So that when you settle, yeah. you don't think about what else is out there. You've mm-hmm. seen it, and you now decide that this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But she was of a different mind. She saw, She said, you know what? Uh, as we start talking, I know what your intention is. I just need you to know that I'm not here for just a fling. If, if we get into this, this is serious. Did, did this mean that um, she had not had sex before because she was trying to keep herself pure for the special guy? Yes, and that was actually one of her conditions. She said, I am a virgin. Mm-hmm. And I intend to keep it that way until I get married. Monday. So even if we we get as close as we're gonna get, mm. uh, I'm keeping my virginity until we get married. So how did you and, rec- how did you receive that as a guy? Well, I said it's all right. Um, I intended to say if we get along, maybe in the next couple of years, then we get married and it's all right. And she said, um, I I I prefer a mature guy like yourself. Uh, nine is different, doesn't doesn't bother me that much. Mm-hmm. Because in her head, she said, 
I think that a more mature guy is not so much interested in sex. He's not obsessed with sex mm. as much as a younger guy is. Mm. She said, guys my age, which mm. was around 2021 20, at the time, mm. are so obsessed with sex because they're all about talking off numbers and getting conquests. You've done that, and I don't think you're going to get so much pressure to, to pressure me into sex as much a guy as much as a guy who's younger what, than you are. Well, was she right about that? Well, in a way, I think she was, because as you mature, I think, you are a lot more in control of the environment. So when you're younger, it's all about peer pressure. Mm. And so guys pressure each other into having sex with girls. When you're mature, no one's pressuring you really, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there's nothing, well, you've done it, you've seen all of what sex is all about. It's not, it's not a big, big thing anymore. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So she said, okay. yeah, no, no sex from the get-go. Yeah. And she would, um, she would, what's the word? She would reinforce me every now and again with things like, oh, I feel so safe with you. Yes. I know even if we go out, I'm so safe with you because you're mature and you understand me and all of this. And after being reinforced like that, yeah, I, 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 there's no way I could have pressured her into having sex <laughs> because she was literally managing me psychologically. <laughs> ah, this this is already very interesting. Um, yeah, out of out of curiosity, so we know that sex is off the table. Mm -hmm. Will she at least allow you to to kiss her and cuddle yes. her and hug her and? Yeah. Oh, do you know what? The interesting thing was people assume that sex is only penetration, eh? And all these other things are, are doable except penetration. So we used to do everything else. The red line was penetration. Like mm -hmm. you can you can touch me, we can kiss, you can undress me, I'll address you. Uh, uh, at one point, actually, I think we did oral. You what? At, at one point, we you, did. you did well. I oral, oral sex. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. 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 We did just the one time and she wasn't comfortable because she couldn't reciprocate. I did. I gave it to her. She couldn't reciprocate because she was just like, ah, yeah, it's just out there. Too much out there for me. What does she mean? It's just too much out there for, like, for you. I mean, like, I mean, when she had received. Well, she received. And so she said, I can't receive anymore because I'm not going to be able to reciprocate because it's just too much for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it was, it was that as well as penetration. I've got to ask this question. Right. So being, getting sexually aroused to that level, mm -hmm. uh, it puts you at the risk of getting blue balls. Right. Well, right. She, she didn't mind using your hands until I was done. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Th that, was, th that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that, that couldn't be done was penetration. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are people like this? Why? <laughs> ah, okay, cool. All right. So, yeah, so, mm. so we, we rolled on. Um, we rolled on for about half a year until she had to go back to school. Mm. She was interning yeah, yeah. as part of a program, as part of a school program. Yeah. And then she had to go back. Um, I went to UCT a couple of times um, just to go see her over the weekend. We'd spend the weekend together. I'd come back to the big city and then just do my thing. Uh, we did that until she was done with school. Mm -hmm. And it was great. We only had Two flashpoints. Okay. To, yeah. At some point, she said to me, uh, I told my mother about you. Ooh. And I said, well, well, that's nice. Um, what did she say? Mm. And then she said, well, um, I've, spoke, I've had a conversation with her before about marriage. Mm. And she advised me to put down a list of qualities that I'd like in a, a husband. Mm. So when I told her about you, she asked me about the list. And she, she said, eh, how, how well does it score on your list? Mm. And she says, well, she was keeping the list on, for me. And she took out the list and we scored you. 
and I scored out of 67%. You scored 67%? Yeah. Okay. Which was underwhelming to me. I was like, okay, uh, if, if I'm, I'm the person that you intend to be with, you intend to be with for the rest of your life yeah. because of, of your philosophy is in 67 kind of low. Yeah. That kind of feels like you're settling already. And yeah. You're young. You've not seen the world that much. Yeah. Uh, 67 is kind of low. She said, no, 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 it's, it's past mark. Ah. You be happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> you passed. How, how, it's, it's, it's actually like what a second class. What? <laughs> how, it's, it's, like it's, an upper second class. It's crazy how all of this has become very mathematical. Exactly. And, exactly. and and there's a great classification in there to say no 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 it's yep. it's it's a pass and it's actually it's, that it's, second it's a, class pass. Second class, yeah. <laughs> you should be happy with it. Like Mad. most people wouldn't even pass. So you yeah. passed. I don't see what what you should be worried about. <laughs> Mad. Okay. And it was one of those things that I thought mm, maybe you shouldn't have shared this because yeah, it, it, I, I I kept it in the back of my head. Like okay, I'm with somebody who thinks I'm only a sixty-seven percent. I totally like, is that I, enough? I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. It was strange uh, that she would share all of that with me, but mm. she was all about sharing. She mm. she would not hold back on anything at all. So at the back of your mind, were you thinking that at some point she's going to want somebody with a higher quality pass? Because, you know, an upper second class is great. But then mm-hmm. we Absolutely. all but we all know that there's room for a first. And then not even a first. Beyond a first, there's a distinction. Exactly. So you're almost two grades away from the perfect guy. And that played on your mind. Uh-huh. I had two things on my mind at the mm. time. Mm. She's young. Mm. Obviously, she's going to meet somebody else. Obviously. Uh, who scores higher than me. Then what? Because she's young. She's still got time to explore. So, so, so is there something you could have done about the gap between 67 and 100? Right. Well, what she said was the things that I... I'd like for you to to be better at mm. um, is I wish you were more entrepreneurial. Ah, uh, yeah, because you seem to be so wedded to your vocation that you don't think about anything outside of that. Your five year plan is all about I want to rise up in the ranks in the corporate world. I wish you were more outward looking because the future is. Is, is more entrepreneurship than being employed. If you lost your job today, for instance, what then? Yeah. So what was she doing as an intern? Working in a place which might get her in as a nine-to-five person and not an entrepreneur. Well, she, she said, I'm this young, so I want to get a degree first. You've had a degree for all of this time, and uh, I think it's about time for somebody your age <laughs> that you started exploring other ways. Of income. Well, were any of her parents entrepreneurial? Mom, dad, but, hers? Were any of her parents? Yeah. Ah, uh, no. And, and th- th- that was the thing with her. She said, I don't want to live the parents that my life, the life that my parents live. So we've got to be different. <laughs> yep. My guy. Yep. My parents <laughs> are civil servants. <laughs> and all they have is their jobs. So I'd like to be with somebody who's, yeah, who's who's the other side of things. Okay. Like, okay. So, so, uh, so, so the, yeah. So so that's one of them. What are the other things? Uh-huh. The second thing was uh, she was involved in a lot of charities. Mm-hmm. She would go donate to blind people, to deaf people, to orphans, and all of these things. And that wasn't quite my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't quite my thing. I, I was happy to give her money. To, to help out just but actually going to the to these places was yeah just not for me so she said those two are the critical ones the other ones she wouldn't say <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had the, you know the first two mm-hmm. you know not to undermine what somebody values because that's important to them right b- but there were there's a measure of of work you could put in as mandla to 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 cover those but for uh-huh. the but for the ones that were kept under wraps, yep. that's that that's unnecessary pressure on you mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if I were you, I would mm-hmm. now start trying to find a way of probing her mind and finding out what exactly she was trying to say. Exactly, like what am I supposed to do now? 
but I know that I'm not measuring up. Mm. Just mm. accept it and move on. Mm. Okay. So yeah, we, we passed that phase. And then the second thing that happened, the second major thing that happened was um, I hosted a friend of mine and his wife mm-hmm. who's from another country. Mm-hmm. And they're from a Latin Latin country, if yes. I can put it like that. Yes, yes. Uh, so we hosted them. I hosted them and I took my girlfriend along with me. We went to a resort, spent a weekend there and all of that. Mm-hmm. So because my friend and his wife got married at like 18, 19, they were so in love with him. With Mad! 18 years! 18 years they were married. Sure. And uh, well, for their society, it's common. Um, and because people from Latin countries, I don't want to stereotype, but yeah. it seems like they're very open about their affection for each other. They hold hands. They yeah, kiss yeah, yeah. over time. Mm-hmm. And even you can see even in the way they walk together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd find the guy touching his cheek like in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. We are, compared to that, quite conservative. Yeah. Yeah, we are very conservative compared to that. So just spending the weekend with them, mm-hmm. um, she got sick during the weekend. Um, of stress, yeah. Uh-uh. She she said I was sick of stress because they seemed to be so in love, and we seemed to just be, yeah, blah, like nothing. Also, oh, so, I mean, did she actually become unwell, or or she's just saying she it did. as a figure? Of, she, became... she she actually did become unwell. Uh, I wow. took her some medication from the pharmacy. She said I I was so stressed, and as soon as we dropped them off at the airport. She said, I am so relieved. Once these guys left, it felt like something just lifted, like a weight just lifted off of me. Like these guys were so, I don't know, it's so imposing because I'd been to this Latin country uh, where my friend lives and he had pulled out the red carpet for me, driven me all over and so, all sorts of things for me. Yeah. So I, I was trying to give back the kind mm. of reception mm. that I'd got. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, part of what she felt like was also that um, she was not my priority during the weekend. Right. And that added to the stress and the sickness. So she said, as soon as they left, she was like, I feel so, so relieved that these guys are gone. Now I'm back to being your priority. So, so, so putting the, the priority issues to the side, uh-huh. it, it sounds like her witnessing public display of affection really, mm-hmm. really affected her. It did because she said we're not like that. We're not in love like those guys. <laughs> and, and why is that? Yeah, well, that's 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 what was going to be my question. So, uh-huh. so for you, do you have reservations about public display of affection? Are you okay with it? Do you um, do it? I, I have strong reservations for it. I I think what's meant for the bedroom is supposed to be for the bedroom. Okay, is holding hands for the bedroom? The holding was hands aside. But like I said, these guys from this country mm. would kiss in public, would be touching in public, uh, to the point where we would be embarrassed to just be with them. Like everyone's looking at you like, what are these guys doing? Right. Because you're in a space where everyone's conservative and thinking, huh, this kind of feels like too much. Did Miss U- Does Miss UCT like that sort of thing? Did she like that kind of thing? Would she want to be kissed in public? Nope. No. No. So why was she getting stressed when, when, when it's not your cup of tea and it's neither hers? I think w- what she meant was, even if I don't, I'm not comfortable with it. I'd like for you to try every now and again, just mm-hmm. to show me that affection. I'd like for you to have just an overcoming feeling of, I want to kiss you and then you just do it. And maybe I stop you midway, but just that... Okay. Yeah, that attraction. Yeah, I would yeah, like yeah. Yeah, for us yeah. to be like that. Yeah, yeah. What was stopping her to be like that with you? Because because wow. because this goes two this goes two ways, no? Well, yeah, it is, it is. But well, she said it's, it's the guy's responsibility to do that. <laughs> yeah, nah. It's not my responsibility. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. Uh, that phase passed. Mm. We managed to work work it out somehow. Uh, she went back to school, finished, and then she was now sitting at home. Mm. So while she was away, uh, she was also living in a remote part of the country, mm-hmm. which, which wasn't very connected. So while she was away, Miss Eunice came into the picture. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, um, two years before I'd got with Miss UCT, mm-hmm. 
I'd, I'd had a six-month relationship with Ms. Yulisa, but it had ended because we both felt that the connection wasn't strong enough such in a relationship. Okay. Um, she was she was she was gorgeous. She was <laughs> one of those where if you walk around with her, everyone's looking at you like, wow. Mud. She was very good looking. Mm. She was well groomed. She was she had her own business running already at the time. Nice. And she just had things on point. Yeah. So after that, after those two years, uh, one of her friends called me up uh, from the blue. Mm. <clears throat> Mm. And she said, "Hey, Manla, how you how you how be how you been doing?" Mm. I said, "Well, I've been right. Um, we, we we just did a bit of catching up, and and that was that." She mm. called me later and mm. said, "You know what? That whole reason I called is to to check if you are in a relationship at that point." Mm. Yep. And this was the friend. Um, I'm pretty sure she was in the room when the call was being made. Or Miss Miss Unisa, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's no way this friend would have called from out the blue. It must have been something that they discussed. Yeah. Before she made the call. Mm. So because I was curious, I said no. Mm. What were you curious yeah. about, my guy? Well, I was, I was curious to see where where it was going. I said, well, no, I'm not. For what reason, said, though? Okay. Because, because remember, because remember, you're with someone in Jakari at sixty-seven percent, and what you want uh -huh. to be trying to do is move that score up it's instead of instead of exposing it to a risk of declining and getting into the fail field. And this curiosity was going to send you in that direction. So, what were you really curious about? I, I was just curious to see if we could pick it up with uh, Miss Unisa, uh, because after the, after the six months, so you still wanted Miss Unisa. I, I, I did. Because, like I said, she was... So that means you guys didn't agree to break up. She dumped you. <laughs> no? Well, if you put it like that, I, I suppose that's what it is. But at the time, we, we, we did agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, but who brought up the conversation? Well, she did. So you got dumped? I did. I, I accept that I did. So... So you weren't curious then? You wanted her back? Well, well, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a better way of putting it actually. At the expense of Miss UCT? Uh-huh. Aish, bro. She was, she was away at the time. So I had a lot of time to myself and I thought, you know what? Mm. Let me just see where this one goes. Okay, all right. So after, after the call with the friend, mm -hmm. um, Miss Unisa texted. Miss UCT. <laughs> Miss Yulisa, yes, Miss Yulisa. She still had your number. Te yep, she did. Mm, mm. Uh, she texted and said, hi, how are you doing? Mm. All of that, all of that, all of that. Uh, before long, we were hanging out, doing dates, uh, going to movies, all of this, all of this, all of that. So Miss UCT was still in the picture. She was out in the country somewhere. Mm. We'd do a couple of calls every now and again. We would talk. And all of that. But I think she sensed that something was going on. Yeah. And so she moved into the city. Okay. Yes. She moved within with her friend into the city. Mm. When I asked why she was moving, because at the time she had not been called for a job yet. Yeah. And she had nothing really that was she was looking forward to coming to do. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know what, I think my prospects are better if I'm actually in the city. If I get a call, it's easier so for me to just go and meet whoever wants to meet with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead, yeah. Of, instead of doing it from out in the country where maybe it takes a whole day for me to come into the city. Right. So I think I'd rather be closer to the city. How did you receive that, that, um, that information? Were you excited? Were you like, ah, what is this now? I was like, what is this now? Because uh, like... Like at the time, Miss Unisa was coming on strong. And I kind of liked the feeling. And so Miss Yusit coming into the picture. Yeah, it's suddenly an inconvenience. Meant I, meant I had to make a decision. Mm. And I was not quite ready to make the decision at the time. Because like you said, uh, Miss Unisa had dumped me before. Yeah. And I wasn't so sure. The, the thing is, the reason she had dumped you for had it changed? 
at the time, she had said we had agreed that the connection wasn't great, mm. wasn't good enough mm-hmm. to sustain a relationship. Yeah. So this was this was what three four years later, mm. and she was approaching a milestone age. Yeah. Like the kind of age that most girls don't want to still be single. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So I think whatever she'd gone through during the four years. She decided, you know, what? <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not, so, it's not so bad after all. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So the connection that was missing before mm-hmm. was there now, for some reason. She was, she was calling me at odd hours of the t- of the night. Mm. We would do thirty minute calls on the phone. She was paying for dates, paying for lunch, sending ah. me gifts. I'm telling you. Doing all sorts of things because I figured she was approaching the mountain age, and yeah. wherever she discussed with with, he had said, "You know what? <laughs> you can't get a hundred percent from a guy. Yeah. So if 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 he's attractive still to you, if he's decent, maybe you can then build from there." Do you know what the funny thing is? As uh-huh. for, for me, as I'm listening to this, right? So Miss UCT, which is the the, the girl we're really talking about here was uh-huh. saying you were an upper second class pass, right? Yes. So yes. so you, you're really not a first or distinction, but you know you're uh-huh. good enough. Yes. And what you've just described to me sounds like the same thing that Miss Yunisa is saying to herself. To say, fam, the streets are wild, but what I had yep. was actually good enough and mm-hmm. we can work at making it better. Mm-hmm. How does this make you feel as a guy that you are just borderline. You know, you're not really what either Miss UCT or Miss Unisa want, but you just about get by. But you know what? I, I don't mind. Because when I'm with somebody also, mm. I don't think any, anyone can ever be everything to you. Yeah, yeah. So they've still got, like Miss Unisa mm-hmm. was not the tallest. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that she could do about that. Oh, so yeah, she, wasn't, yeah. she, she wasn't the tallest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss UCT was not the most beautiful. Mm-hmm. She was okay. That's why, uh, in the first instance, I wasn't so sure. I was like, ah, okay, she's okay. Okay. She's not oh. Great, great. Right. She's not like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. I get it. So it's, it's, it's one of those. I, I don't mind somebody who's, who's got, got, got seen out the world and mm-hmm. then come back and say, and says, Do you know what? Yeah, I've seen the world. I think this is where I want to be. It's mm, all right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind at all. Okay. So yeah, when Miss Unisa moved into town, uh, one of my besties then said, my guy, <laughs> this chick clearly wants you to take care of her. What's she doing in the city without a job, without any savings or anything like that? Mm. And because of that, I started sort of resenting her because essentially she was asking me to look after her while she was in the city. Because she did move in with a friend, but it was only temporary. And I remember one of the conversations we had was, she pointed out that, well, I know my, some of my girlfriends where their boyfriends pay if their rentals and all these things. Mm. And at the time, I actually down, they had to sit down and, and explain my, my situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, to say that, you know what, I come from a family where my income is quite important. Mm-hmm. So for me to shell out 200, 300 in your rentals and your upkeep mm-hmm. is not that's something that I can do per month. Because I can chip in every now and again because of the situation at all. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And in any case, if we're taking this somewhere, I need to be making savings. Mm. And she said, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm already here. And you are my boyfriend. So, yeah. It is what it is. Where what was I'm I'm assuming her family wasn't in the same country that you guys were. Uh family was in the same country, but they were also living in the raw kind of location. Okay. So so in so income on that side of, of things, how did how how did it look? They had they had no capacity to be paying rentals in, in the big city. Mm. Yeah. So they didn't I, I don't know what, what sort of shit cooked, but they had accepted they'd allowed him to come to the big city. I don't know what they expected it to be living off of or to be living off of whom. Uh, but yeah, she came. It, 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 the time, so I'll just add in another detail. Before mm. all of this happened, mm. while we're still good and everything, 
uh, we had had the discussion about Lobola. Mm-hmm. And I had said at the time that I put 5,000 USD mm-hmm. was about right for Lobola in the first instance. What, what, what were you using as the standard to measure that? Why 5,000 instead of 1,000 or instead of 20,000? Why five? You know, I, I, I just thought 5,000 is a decent figure. Uh, it's not too low. It's not too much. It's, it's somewhere in between. Okay. And it's something that at the time that I thought I wouldn't struggle to raise that much. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I thought five grand. So we had to talk about it. Said, I said, well, five grand is about, is about decent, I think. Mm-hmm. And she had said, oh, why would you limit yourself like that? <laughs> I was like, it doesn't sound like I'm limiting myself. <laughs> like it's all of five grand. It's, it's, it's a decent ex-Japanese car. Mm-hmm. For crying out loud. Mm-hmm. And she said, ah, I, just, I just think you're, you're limiting yourself. You shouldn't limit yourself when it comes to these things. Well, she actually came from the kind of society where the status was determined by the lobola that was paid for for your daughter kind of thing. So it was it it was very important for her that she put a status like up there. Right. So five grand was actually like uh, five five thousand is, is limiting yourself. Okay. It should be yeah, because it, it, it was very important for a society that she came from. That's uh, that's really the reason why I asked the question how you uh-huh. measured the that five grand was a good amount because I know instances where people have paid 25. Uh-huh. You know, they've, they've cried and kicked and screamed, but 25 was 25. And I know families right. that have paid nothing. You know, they've just uh-huh. literally just uh-huh. gone with uh-huh. some uh-huh. something, uh-huh. you know, less than a thousand bucks. Right. You know, and, and, and it's been accepted because they say, look, we uh-huh. understand, we know that she's going to a good home and we don't want to feel like we're selling uh-huh. our child. Uh-huh. Okay, so 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 so, so, so while she, she was away, mm. I had joined a group of men uh, where the guy was doing just mentoring, mm-hmm. uh, business ideas, um, general life skills, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the leader of the group used to insist that guys, eh, the maximum that we should be paying for Lawala is a thousand USD. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And he would say. If you give me a thousand, and I go to the fa- I go to the family of of uh, of your girlfriend, mm. it's either I'm gonna come back with her because they're gonna accept a thousand because I'm 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 pretty convincing, or if I don't come with her, then we will know that she wasn't worth it in the it it it, it. she wasn't worth it mad because <laughs> mad yeah mad. because if she comes from a family where they think a thousand is too little, that means there's trouble ahead for you. And trust me, because I know this thing. If mm. if this family values money over good relationship and good future, because imagine that you're paying five ten thousand for Lobola, mm. these people are going to insist that you do a wedding where they don't contribute a thing, and the wedding is fifteen twenty grand. Already, you're starting a family thirty thousand in the negative. And so, so, so they are saying the family will do this because they're assuming you've got the money to do it. Yes. No, no, no. Even if they, they, they assume that you don't, they expect that you find the money somewhere. They don't care. Mud thing. So this guy insisted, guys, if, if, if your girlfriend's family doesn't understand a thousand as a token, because mm. it's supposed to be a token, then she's not worth the trouble. Mm. So when she came to the city, mm. I then started saying, eh, I think a thousand is enough. <laughs> and, and yet, initially I'd said 5,000. Remember my guy, we had 67% here. We are really borderline pass fail. <laughs> How did she receive the news about a thousand? Well, not very well. Um, not very well at all. Like I said, she attached, she came from a society that attached value on, on, on the level of lowball. Yeah. So if you've been saying 5,000 before and she didn't think it was enough and now you think 1,000, she probably thought that it meant that um, my value is diminished yeah. in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're no longer even willing to front up the 5,000 that you were initially wanting to. 
Mm. Now you would just want to do a thousand because my value is diminished for some reason. Mm. And so during that phase, uh, I started withdrawing from Miss Unisa because Miss UCT was in the picture. Mm. So we'd no longer hang out as much. And I'm sure because of her age, she sensed that maybe there was something else going on. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, she just accepted and withdrew herself. So, so you so, didn't have the conversation to say, look, I need to withdraw. You, ju- you just started withdrawing. She, she got the sense you're withdrawing. She backed up as well. And then it just faded. Well, the thing was, when we hooked up the second time, mm. we'd never actually had a conversation of we're starting a relationship again. So it what, was just literally just hanging out. Were you guys physical? No, no, not at the time. It was just maybe very intimate hugs, and that was that. What's a very what's, what's a very intimate hug? Well, a very intimate hug is like a uh, I don't know two three minutes ah. <laughs> of just hugging. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's more than just ah. you know just I got, a friendly hug. That's a hug with intentions. Clearly, I got a friend of mine who I do some film work, uh-huh. and and whenever we finish on set. He always says you learn something new every day. And it's true because maybe this time the sun was hitting from all angles and we couldn't shade it. So now we learned you need to have flags, blah, 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 blah. But the Uh key expression is you learn something new every day. Right, right. Today I have learned about an intimate (laughs) hug. (laughs) A three minute long hug, my G. What? Okay, so why do a three-minute hug instead of a 30-second hug? Like, like, like what's the difference? Like, well, the difference is a th- 30-second hug is literally just friendly. And when you extend it beyond a minute, it's, it's communicating more than just friends. And, and in all of that, with your bodies close to each other like that, you don't feel uh-huh. like, like stroking her waist, like, like stroking the back of her neck, like kissing her. You don't feel like doing none of that. Well, you do, but you manage yourself such that you don't, <laughs> you, you manage yourself. And, and, what, yeah. and what would she be doing to you during that time? Well, she should just be feeling the hug as well. Just maybe a couple of strokes on the back, nowhere beyond the back, just the back, 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 back. Uh, yeah, and just that. <sighs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was slowly withdrawing from Miss yeah. Unessa. Yeah. Uh, because Miss Chitty, Miss Chitty was in the picture and she was my girlfriend officially. Yeah. But during the time she started saying that I had changed mm. and she would jokingly, or maybe not so jokingly, she would jokingly shake me and say, where did you put my boyfriend? <laughs> like, leave it. I, I, need my boy, I want my boyfriend back. Like, who are you? Kind mm. of thing. Because she said I had changed. Uh, and part of what, what she said as well was that uh, the hugs are now just friendly. I don't feel the intimacy when we hug. Mm. Um, you started saying a thousand is enough compared to 5,000 and maybe even more that I was expecting. Mm. Uh, she also said what? Well, she also said generally it just feels like, like not you. You're not my boyfriend, the one that I used to, to love and like. I used to talk about you to all my friends and say, you're so amazing, you're so, you're so wonderful. And now, I, I sort of feel as if what they would say to me is turning out to be correct. Because she said whenever I told my girlfriends about you, they would say, ah, don't worry about it. It's, it's a time thing. Men will change on you. And, and, and you'll tell us, yeah, you're going to tell us uh, after two, three years of dating this guy. It's going to change. You won't be like this for all of this time. And there you are fitting the description. Exactly. Exactly. So unfortunately... Whenever she complained, I would say, well, you said I'm only 67%. Oh. Nothing's stopping you from finding 100%. Bro, that was H, man. Yeah. Hey. Um, but she was saying, no, I don't mean like that. I, I, I'm just trying to point out so maybe that you can change and come back to the person that I hoped you can, you, that I, I knew you to be. Yeah. None of that. Um, but my situation had changed at the time. Um, like I said, we used to work in the same office park. Mm. So we used to see each other a lot more. I would drive at work, drive at home, mm-hmm. would spend a lot of time together. So in the second iteration of things, when she came back, mm-hmm. 
we didn't spend as much time as we used back in the day. So I said, maybe that's why you think I've changed because we don't spend as much time. And she said, no, I can fill some things off. Um, I hope we can work it out, but I can, I can definitely fill it, fill, fill that some things off. You, 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 strike, so, you, you strike me as an honest guy. Mm-hmm. Um, what would have stopped you from being honest with her to say that you're just not feeling it and, and, and that you were bothered by the 67% issue? Right. No, she, she knew I was bothered by the 67% issue. But she said, don't take it so seriously. It's just, it's just a, something that I do with my mother. It's not serious. But the thing that would have stopped me from being totally honest and saying I'm not feeling it mm. was um, at some point during the, the, the back and forth, she had sort of said, you know what, part of the reason why I moved to the big city was for you. Um, and that weighed heavily on me because then I could just drop her because she was looking to me um, to be provider as well as to be there for her. So I decided I was going to just soldier on and see how it turned out because I didn't want to just, yeah. You're sounding, you're sounding quite fearful, fearful of, well, yeah. of, of, of commitment because mm-hmm. what commitment will require you to do is to be the one and only and everything for this woman and commitment for her equally would mean the same. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess it was obvious that she came through to the city because she could feel the distance and it really was for you. Yep. So... Yep. If, well, if, my, if, my, if, my phobia for commitment, like you said, mm. was I still had that 67% at the back of my mind. Yeah. And I still had the age difference uh, as a concern. I still felt that she was going to meet someone else mm. who was maybe younger and who had the other things that I didn't have. And so I didn't want to... That, that she never got to find out as well what they were. Yes, exactly, exactly. In in an interesting way, um, while she didn't say certain things, you were projecting a lot of your fears on her. Uh-huh. So, so, so the fear that one, you're not enough, and somebody else will come in, and yet she told you you should be happy. That's a pass. So that's not her problem. This is your internal problem. Uh huh. And then the fact that there's the age gap and the age difference, mm-hmm. she's clearly said she, she she would rather have a more mature guy than a younger guy because a mature guy knows what they want to do and that's what she wants. Yep. So 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 again, it's a it's a projection of of your fear, not not hers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because she, she would say, you know, it's not a discovery that I'm this young. You always knew it, and you're still made the move, we still went into a relationship, so yeah. I don't see what the point is. Yeah. So are we are we really bothered by the sixty seven percent issue and the age gap uh-huh. as compared to the fact that Miss Eunice came knocking on the door and reminded you what you're really attracted to? I think it's 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 because the vibe I'm get because the vibe I'm 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 starting to get here is that remember, Miss UCT didn't catch your eye from day one. She only caught your eye after your friend mentioned and pushed you in that direction, right? That's number one. Yep. And then, then number two, there's the 67% issue, and then there's also the age gap issue, um, mm-hmm. which weren't really that big an issue with Miss Unisa. Mm-hmm. So I'm just getting the feeling that I, I don't think you were into Miss UCT from day one, and you were just trying. You're right. Um, part of what I put initially was also right. Mm. This girl is going to go back to UCT at some mm. point. Mm-hmm. And not that I hoped, but I would have understood if she said, ah, do you know what? Uh, that was for when I was interning and now I've, I've, I've moved on, I'm doing something else. I would have been okay with that. Mad thing. Because it happens all the time. Uh, interns come through, you have a fling for the couple of months that they would work and then they go back and then that's done. Because college obviously has other people and there's a whole life that you're not a part of. I gotta ask this question. Yep. If if somebody is very much into someone and they have to respect uh-huh. their, um, their their desires sexually, as in the, the uh-huh. sense that Miss UCT said no sex, and if you're really into yeah. her, you would really respect that because you're like, hey, uh-huh. you know, my girl don't want this thing, but I respect her. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. And and I feel you did the same. However, right. you had sexual needs. Uh-huh. Did you ever step out on Miss UCT? I, ne- I never did. Uh, like I said, she, she was okay with her hands. Mm. And uh, every time I, I, especially when I was down in, at UCT, uh, during the weekends we'd spend together. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be a lot of that. Okay, I get you. So, 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 yeah. your, so your sexual needs just needs penetration, were, but yeah, were met. Yeah. Yeah. We're handled like that, yes. <laughs> no pun intended, eh? <laughs> Man goes they were handled. You're a freaking joker, blood. Okay. Yeah, so 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 then what right. happened then? How did you guys progress? Right. So what that happened is she she got a job. Mm. So before she got a job, she said, Do you know what? Like I said, I've been I've been feeling distant from you. So can you give me a little bit of space? Give me like a week to think through the things. Mm. And then in a week's time, we can talk. Yeah. During the week that we're giving each other space, mm. she mm. got a job. Mm-hmm. And my bestie said, can you not see that she already had a job? Ah. <laughs> and the week was so just, she, she could assess uh, and see if she still wanted you. Because already she's got something now. She doesn't need you anymore. Ah. So the week, was, the week was literally, and I thought about it, and I thought she might be right. Because it, it is the strangest thing. Can you imagine that you've been in the city for three, four months? Yeah. No interview, nothing? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, in the week that you say, I need a break, I need a, a break, yeah. Bang, a it's job the week comes that through. you get a job. Yeah. <laughs> you interview and get a job in the same week. Oh, snap. Yeah, so Bestie, what Bestie was telling me literally was she's been keeping things from me. And yeah, come on. You can't believe she's just got a job. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's well, too after quick. The week, mm-hmm. yeah, after the week, we got back together. Uh, she said, well, let's, let's try again. Maybe and see how far we can, we can take it. So she started the job. Everything was right. Everything was great. Everything was, was good. Um, it, things were so good that inside, inside a month, she was driving a car. A month later, she was staying in her own place. Mud. Filled with, yep, yep. She she was moving really quickly, mm. and because she was moving really quickly, uh, naturally the thing was right. If part of what I moved was for this guy to look after me, now that is he doesn't. He doesn't look after me. I've got my own thing going on. Do I really need him still? Yep. So I was feeling a sense of that uh, as the time was progressing. Uh, Where she used to look for me, she was just like, this this time she she didn't ever look for me. Um, I would look for her every now and again. But the distance kept growing. She started getting busy at work. Traveling and all sorts of things. The kind of things that you can sense, that you can tell this is a hint mm. of a relationship that's no longer there. So, unfortunately, Miss Yunissa at the time mm-hmm. it disappeared off the horizon. I... And I was losing this one as well. I... And I felt like, like beauty dance ass. Yeah. Because literally, I was losing out on both ends. Uh, that double-mindedness was was yeah. now costing me. Okay, yep. that lesson really hits uh, home now, actually. Exactly, exactly. So she was settled. She was settling in, doing really well, doing very, very well, if I must say. Yeah. And eventually, she got the courage to dump me, and that was that. Did it bother you that she was doing very well? It didn't at all. Um, I. Besides just being a a boyfriend, I was also a friend. Yeah. So I wished her well in in everything that she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually nice that she was doing as well as she was because one of the things that came from that was she was now looking after home, and home there was a sibling there that needed to go through school still. Yeah. And she was looking after that. Uh, the parents were civil servants, and at the time, civil servants were in a bed bed way. And right. she was looking after home in a big, big way. I, I was happy for her. And besides, there was less pressure on me and my little money. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, she got emancipated 
and she kicked me out. And that was <laughs> Have you have have you heard from her since or do you know where she is? I have. Um mm. a year later mm. after that we sort of tried to get back together. Mm-hmm. Um I did the whole flowers thing. She was turning a milestone birthday again. Mm. So I was doing the whole flowers thing. I was sending messages and nice things and nice things. Mm. All of that. Um, and then we went for a birthday lunch. Mm. And Tinto, of all the places in the city mm. that you could go for an outing, mm. the place that we went to, was a, there was a reserved table. Okay. So we chose, we chose a table that was opposite the reserved table, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and then as people were, were filling into the reserve table, yeah, I started seeing, seeing familiar faces. I... I I couldn't figure it out at the time until Miss Eunice walked in. No way. I'm telling you, same place. She was doing a birthday for her father, I think, and it was just the family and friends doing a birthday on the opposite end. So when I saw saw her walk in. I said to him, Miss UCT, do you know what? <laughs> There's my ex. Uh, can we choose a different table to this one? And she said, why? Are you, are you guys still talking? I was like, no, we're not, but still she's like me. Yeah. I would be distracted. Yeah. Can we just move? And she said, yeah, well, let's move. But she wasn't happy Mm-mm. at all. Yeah, so why would I get back together? This I... thing happened. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I... I drove her car. I drove her home, I think, mm-hmm. in her car. Mm-hmm. And on the drive home, something happened, and I scratched the car. Ay, 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 I don't ay. even remember how. Mandla. Because she only saw it in the morning. And she called me and like, Mandla, when did we scratch the car? I was like, I don't remember. And she says, well, you were driving the whole time, so it must have been the time ah. that you scratched the car. I was like, well, I don't remember. You were right there beside me. And you yeah. know, it didn't even hit anything. Yeah. But now, and she said, well, the sky is, sky is caged. I haven't touched it since last night. Mm. So it must have been you. And because of that, it must have then reminded of the hurt oh, that she went through the right. first time. Okay. And that was that. So we tried and then we failed. Yeah. No, I think you can confidently say that this one is dead, eh? Yeah. Half an hour now. You know. It's it's been two years now, I yeah. Think, and yeah, he's dead. Because dead. because on the romantic front, you know, uh, yeah, you know, there was stuff yeah. happening, but but not quite. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then for for you, you you felt you you couldn't cover the the sixty seven percent thing mm-hmm. because it it always played at the back of your mind. And it then did. now, if she's getting irritated by a scratch, which could have happened afterwards anyway, you know, pe- you know, yeah. people people get their cars keyed and scratched when they're stationary. Yep. And, and for that yep. to then play yep. such a such a factor, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's it's just best that you yeah. guys. Hey, she yeah. went, and she went all Adele, all Adele on me. Ah, she was like, yeah. I thought time was gonna heal me, but I, uh, no. I, I was too broken. <laughs> it's, it's it's too much. Ah. With that, that was that. Hey, sorry, my bro. Well, thank you. But 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 you know you know but at least I can tell you 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 sound strong you know you've dealt with with, with both the Miss UCT and the Miss Unisa thing you know time is. Oh, my name is Mandla. I'm a strong guy. No, oh yeah, <laughs> we You see, you see, now I get it. Now, <laughs> now I get oh, it, bro. <laughs> totally get it now. And hey, thanks so much for for sharing this story and just to play back the lessons. Lesson number one: don't be double minded. And we can see how. Mandela's indecision with regards to Miss Unisa and Miss UCT pretty much made him lose both. Then lesson number two, it's great to be open in a relationship and great to share things, but sometimes don't overshare. And I think this is related to her sharing the 67% stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. And, and, and how it I didn't Im- need to know that. You know, and yeah, no, you didn't mm-hmm. need to know and how it impacted you. You couldn't mm-hmm. deal with that. And then last but not least, be careful of your besties and their intentions. They are not always pure. Bro, thank you so much for for sharing this. And you guys have been listening to another episode of The Feeling Station. I'm your host, Tinto. And I look forward to catching you in next week's episode. Peace. Tell me what you're feeling. Tell me what you're feeling. Now that it's over. Tell me what you're feeling.
tactics on Daru Raini and Chakezain. Let me talk about my feelings. Let me talk about my feelings. Yeah. Uru doi motor no to kujiziro amai. Kujiziro amai. Love is a fire. Uru doi motor no to kujiziro amai.